me fucking scoot back a little bit, so I guess I can fucking, so I don't punch the microphone. <clears throat> Welcome to Filmoscopy. It's been so long since we last recorded. It always feels like a brand new thing when we do it. We've having technical issues on both sides. Like, we're fucking newbies at this and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Owen has his microphone off, which shuts down my microphone because we share a microphone. And we hold hands. It was literally the last thing we checked too, which is what made it funniest. We checked holding hands we first. Checked, like, oh, that's yeah. We checked each other's <laughs> prostates. We checked each other's fucking pee holes. We looked inside there, fucking little flashlight. And Cody's like, I don't know how to work my computer box. <laughs> um, he said, fuck all the porn. We'll make it load. I got to fucking delete all this shit. <laughs> porn took up too much. All this fucking dolphin porn on me. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the jury... I have to say that because I actually got sucked for jury duty. Now, ladies and um, gentlemen of the jury, I'm just a small-town pizza lawyer. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I am just a humble retard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't cut that. Um, okay, let's get back into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Thermoscopy, a quaint little podcast where three friends share three points of view, views. What yeah. the fuck is that? What is beeping? That was the microwave. It's a bomb. It's a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this podcast is going to bomb today. Let's go ahead and say that right now. Well, welcome to Philosophy. I am Lance, today's host. I am joined today in alphabetical order. Owen, how are you doing, sir? Hi. I'm and doing Cody, <laughs> how are you doing, sir? <laughs> I was going to say a line from the movie, but I can't think of one without laughing. I can't think of a single fucking line from the movie. I'm surprised oh, you can. Don't worry, I have some sound bites that Cody will interlude in this podcast that will show you how bad this movie is. Now, okay guys, let's go ahead and cut the shit. The movie we're talking about today was a groundbreaking film in 2008. It had a swelling of a fan base. Like, it just grew and grew. Word of mouth, online, because online was getting pretty big around this time. This movie came out in 2008. It made hundreds of millions of dollars. Seven million ticket sales. Okay, good, thank you. Uh, I didn't realize he had the, the facts over there. The money that came from it was $407.1 million. This movie is fronted by a pristine English actor. It lit a genre of films on fire in a good way. No, I'm not talking about The Dark Knight. I'm talking about Twilight. Yes, we are covering fucking Twilight today. Because I, Lance, lost a bet to his girlfriend, Brittany. And I have to cover a movie of her choosing. And she chose this because she knew I would shit on it. I love you, darling. This is for you. Fuck Edward, I love you. What? you can't leave me, Edward. Please, no. Well, there's a... uh, this is where Cody's going to cut in this line. Uh, in part two, when Edward's leaving for Europe to get away from her, she goes, I'm coming. And he goes, Bella, I don't want you to come. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. I, 
I don't want you to come. Hey, I was thinking. Uh, you put way this? too much emotion behind her line. No, hey, she shows emotion. Uh, emotion for some reason. Like she was seventeen at the time when she made this movie, but she does a lot. I mean, a lot of really preteen twitching. It's like that thing you're like, you're like, oh god, I got all these sensories in my crotch, and it's like all this shit's going on, and she's like, it's hot. Like when she's getting. Oh, she's getting the venom sucked out of her, the quote unquote oh venom. Gosh. And she's got her eyes crossed and she looks like a fucking beaver. Like, <laughs> Wait, she was seventeen. How old was Robert Pattinson? He was twenty one. They weren't doing it yet. Oh. He was twenty one at the time. That's fucked up. He was he was four years older than her. He was making out with her and shit, dude. Blah, 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 blah. She keeps her mouth open about ninety eight percent of the time. She's and her two teeth protrude like beaver. She got that yes. beaver teeth. Beaver and I don't mean gang. I don't mean beaver as a sexual innuendo because she's seventeen and that's wrong, but her face, her teeth, she. I don't know how to describe it. It's just bad. It's rat ass. But anyway, we're going to talk about this movie. We're going to give this movie a fair shake for at least five minutes, and then probably compare it to other vampire movies that actually are good. Oh, yeah. and before we really get into this, I did want to bring something up. We're going to be shitting on this movie a lot, as you've already said. <gasps> Spoilers. <laughs> and we're probably going to be shitting on Kristen Stewart a lot, specifically. And before anyone who listens to this thinks, oh, well, you've only seen Twilight. That's why you don't see how great of an actor Kristen Stewart is. Actress. Let me read you off the list Gosh, of movies man. that I've seen with her in it. Panic Room. Zathura, A Space Adventure. The Messengers. She was of in course, that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Of course. Is Panic Room a Jodie Foster movie? Yes. Okay, think, yeah. I think um, I had no idea that was her. She played the main character in The Messengers. I've seen her, of course, in all the Twilight movies. She was Did she in, play Swan Snow White? What? No, The Huntsman or some shit the like hun- that. Uh, Snow she- White and The Huntsman, yeah, I've seen that. Jumper, um, Adventureland, The Runaways. That may have been where I finally gave up on watching her garbage. It is. So... Before anyone tries to criticize me for shitting all over her acting ability, those are the movies I've seen with her in it. She acts the exact same in every movie. She's terrible. Well, Cody, tell us more about your sexual fetish. With can Kristen we say Stewart. that? Can we say that she's hot? No, I'm just kidding. Hey, no, the funny thing is, Cody, um, he'll probably cut this part out of the podcast. This is cool. He says that's where I finally gave up on her acting. No, that's when he finally stood up in the living room, looked at his wife, and says, "We're not watching another one of her fucking movies." Because I guarantee you, Cody wouldn't have picked one of her movies on purpose. Oh, well, some of those, a couple of those movies, I was actually genuinely interested in seeing, like The Runaways. I actually really wanted to see that. Which, by the way, The Runaways is Kristen Stewart and Dakota Fanning. Um, uh, she's also in another movie. She's in, she's in Viva Rock Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> the Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> Have you seen that? She's the ring toss girl. In yeah, Viva I've, I've seen that Rock movie, Vegas. but of course, I didn't. I didn't name that one because she's just like a background. Uh, I think character. her. I think her role was really impressive in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right, let's go over the you quick details. You just haven't seen Viva Rock Vegas. That's why you think she's a bad actress. Oh my God, Charlie's <laughs> Angels. <laughs> you would you would say something else. You would change your mind if you saw Viva Rock Vegas. Oh my God! Just like a All man right. to criticize a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, people, we're going. I'm going. I'm going to give you a rundown of the information of this movie because that's only fair. 
I'm not going to spend a lot of it. I'm going to tell you right now, I did not take any notes on this movie because I just couldn't. And, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it sounds really bad. We're going to have fun with this episode. We're not, this isn't mean-spirited. Like, we're just going to, like, you know, fuck this person in their whole entire life. But, I mean, this movie, this movie wasn't very good. I think a lot of the actors involved in it, if not all the actors, will sit there and kind of make fun of it. Robert Pattinson does. And they've got, I will say this, I watched all five of these movies with my girlfriend, and they do get better. They aren't great. But they did have me at a couple moments, and like I said, a lot of the lines are very cringeworthy. But this movie was directed by Catherine Hardwick, screenplay by Melissa Rosenberg, based on the Twilight novel series written by Mrs. Stephanie Meyer. Which is the most fucking boring series of books you could ever read in your life. Well, according to the girls... They'll it's make really your, good, supposedly. They'll make which, your giant tingle. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, she started writing those books again. I think for the 10-year anniversary of Twilight, she wrote a gender-swapped version of the same story. It's called Midnight something? Yeah, uh, no, it, it was. Uh, that one was, um, gosh, what the hell was it called? I can't remember what that one was called, but Midnight Sun was the story of Twilight, but it's all, for everything is from Edward's perspective. Uh, and it quotes a lot of the world is a vampire. <laughs> He's just like rocking. So they so she gender swapped it. So Edward is now the, yeah. So the, Edward is a like it's a it's a human boy falling in love with a female vampire. Oof, that's yeah. okay. The only only a few of the characters aren't actually gender swapped. Like I think I think Charlie's the same. And it's uh, <laughs> Jacob's the same. <laughs> so no, Jacob's Jake, like, I'm gonna fuck you, boy. <laughs> the the book you're thinking of is Life and Death, Twilight Reimagined. Yeah, that's it. Could you imagine if like, you know, Jacob since he's a female, like that female werewolf having like really bad pit hair? Because she's a werewolf. Damn, bitch, you need to well, here's the, And shit. here's the thing, man, that we're gonna get into it, and this is the whole fucking film series. But the werewolves are these big fluffy CGI wolves, they're like majestic looking. They're not hideous monsters like werewolves are supposed to be. These vampires fucking sparkle in the fucking sunlight. I, I think, mean, good God. I think the wolf lore isn't <laughs> that offensive. That's not the, offensive, the, it's just the stupid. Vampi- the vampire lore is really bad. Like she They took out so every much. religious you know, she she took out every religious uh, talking's hard today. She took out every religious aspect of it. There's no holy water. There's no stake in the heart. There's no crucifix that drives them away. The sunlight... I mean, okay, originally Dracula was not, quote-unquote, allergic to the sunlight where it could kill him. Yeah. And the way you had to kill him, you have to rip them apart and set them on fire, and they look like fucking mannequins. Yeah, that's that's another issue. It's like, they're, it's like when you rip them apart, they turn into pieces of stone, and either you have to burn them. You can't kill them with a stake. Like you said, they don't burn up in the sun. And like their eye colors change based on what they feed on. Yeah. Um, also, like for some reason, most of the vampires have like a unique ability that the other vampires don't have. <laughs> yeah, the, they have like superpowers. They're like yeah. it's like the X Men. Yeah, it's like your league of superheroes. There, uh, there are ways to change vampire lore to to make it unique to your story and still keep it interesting. Like Vampire Diaries, I, I think, does that very well. But Twilight, it just it falls flat on the vampire side of things. You know, and 
now that you're saying that, and I was just thinking about Michael Sheen's character in the movies. He's Arrow of the of the Trinity of the vampires, the one with the long hair. Well, yeah, you know, the one with the red eyes. That's him. It breaks my heart that he played that role because I'm sure he got paid pretty well for it. But he's Lucian, the first of the second generations of the Lycans, aka werewolves, in the Underworld movie. He's in the first one and he's in the third one. The third one's a prequel, Rise of the Lycans. But yeah, I showed those movies to my girlfriend. She actually liked them and thought, you know, in kind of in hindsight, that she would rather watch them over Twilight now. But she's still a big Twilight fan. But she was obsessed with them at the time. So was uh, Stephanie's wife. Stephanie's wife. Cody's wife, Stephanie. Uh, it took me a hot second. I'm like, Stephanie's wife. That didn't sound right. Should I keep going? No. And I met Cody at the tail end of 2010 going into 2011. And she was neck deep in this shit. This, that was when Twilight was in heat. And like, like yeah, we didn't have to use that imagery. I can't yeah, get it out of my head. Too far. Oof. God, that's in my fucking head. <laughs> um, ooh, buddy. Okay, yeah, we're going to keep going after that. But yeah, it's based off a book series. The book was written in 2005. I don't care to cover any more of those details. Stephanie Meyer was heavily involved with the production. They listened to her. She said they took like 90% of what she said on her opinions about the rough cut of the movie and the screenplay of the movie and actually used it. So it's as faithful as it could be. And threw it in the trap. Stephen King, uh, fun fact for you, Stephen King actually said at one time that Stephanie Meyer cannot write worth a damn or something along those lines. Have you read the book, Cody? I've read all of them, except for, like, uh, the two recent ones. But why did you read them? Yeah, why? Because I was in high school, and, well, you my wife, and, my wife and I were dating at the time, of course. We weren't married in high school. I thought you got married at 15. <laughs> yeah, I I, you yeah that's right. Elementary school. Um, you sound like a fucking Mormon. She had wanted me to read them or whatever, so I did. You're Damn, like, the things you do for love. All the things <laughs> I do for love. That's that's dedication. Yeah. Cody said that there was even typos in the book. You called me back then. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, I'm like, oh boy. Okay. I had to I had to read parts of the first one for because they assigned me to like a book, uh, like little class thing. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know how to describe it. I don't get what's. I just see. I can see Owen go. Bella, I don't oh. want you to come. <laughs> I don't want you to come. No, what they had in our school is, is that they put everybody into these like groups during like this like thirty minutes where we like read parts of a book. Like everybody was in it. I'm not retarded, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> look, look here, look, listen. All right. Oh God. That's no, so good. but we all had to read it. They randomly assigned me to the fucking one where we had to read Twilight, and it was it was like fucking governed by this coach who like <laughs> fucked the librarian. I love vampires. <laughs> he like cheated on his wife and fucked the librarian too. So, but and anyway, then, the librarian. Good thing, was good a thing man. you missed Fifty Shades of Grey Day. <laughs> yeah. And then he slipped the his throbbing cock into my vagina. And then he, like, he thrusted <laughs> his purple-headed warrior and her quivering love pudding. <laughs> That's okay. That's from Naked Gun Two and a Half. Just go ahead and look that. I never watched Fifty Shades of Grey. I probably never will. Everybody I've already is. seen it in porn. Unless someone um, makes a bet with their girlfriend or or something to get Fifty Shades of Grey put in this podcast, we will never do it for this show. I, I, 
I love you, Brittany. I will never make another bet with you to compromise this podcast. I'll, I'll read the book. This movie's so bad, I will go back and re-watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I will re-record that episode and sing Johnny Depp's praise because this movie is fucking terrible. Maybe we won't go that far because I've seen a worse movie called Mother. Directed by Darren Orlowski. I can't say his last name. Piss off anybody who cares. That movie sucked. And right. it's not. All right, Owen, that's your cue. Well. You got to start singing that mother song. Oh, mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is a awkward teenage girl living with her dad in, I'm assuming, Seattle, Washington. It's, or yeah, it's Forks, Washington. Forks, Washington. Forks. It's not quite grunge yet, but it's close to it. Um, and her mother, I don't know, her mother and her stepdad, who's a minor league baseball player, have to go to Jacksonville. <laughs> That's and, the funniest know, fucking shit ever. It is. I <laughs> imagine. There she's was, probably right that she goes, Lint Biscuit, Jacksonville. That's a good place. <laughs> no, there's one line in the movie where, there, where she was like, what's in Jacksonville? And I was like, oh, motherfucker, there's the adventure landing. Man. There's fucking mosh, motherfucker. Then you see the science and history. And There's uh, homeless Beth. people taking pisses in fucking parking cart like lots. And meth. And Led Biscuit. Actually, I don't even know. Um, actually, um, fuck. I think Led Zeppelin's from there. Anyway, she goes to Washington. Like I said, there's there's yeah. some pretty decent actors in this. Like I said, Robert Pattinson, who will be Batman coming up soon. And he was um, in the lighthouse. He's in the lighthouse. I never watched it. I don't He's care. He's Hark. Uh, <laughs> Owen Batman. and. Yeah, we like that movie. Um, <laughs> That's a friend of the podcast movie, despite what Lance says. Don't listen. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not shitting on it. I just don't have no interest to watch it. I you guys picked it. Um, don't do it. Um, <laughs> um, Renowned, or even a mascot of the podcast. I, I so I'm going to say this right now, Cody. <laughs> Cody's going to have a hard fucking time editing this episode because I just went like, um, ten straight times. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, Anna Kendrick yeah. is also in this movie, which at the yeah, time Anna she Kendrick's. was like a nobody. But I think yeah, she was. Man, I tell you one thing. She I played. She's, she's one of her Jessica. friends. Uh, okay. She's the one that kind of looks like a squirrel. Anna Kendrick, I think, actually came into like big popularity with the Pitch Perfect series. Yes, and she's I been in those. several other things. But one more thing about Anna Kendrick. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, she actually auditioned to play Bella, and I guess they thought she was too chipper, so they put her in. Hey, the she's too happy. Jessica. We need somebody that looks stupid. We need someone. We need someone fun. that looks dumb and can't change their facial expressions and can't change the tone of voice that they use. <gasps> yeah, so okay, you mean you need somebody that can't act? You can stop personally attacking me now, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> what about that girl from Panic Room? What about that girl from Viva Rock Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they thought. So Robert Pattinson, I'm not sure. What's funny is they originally, the author said that when she was writing the book, she had Henry Cavill in mind. Henry Cavill is Superman as of right now, and he plays in the Witcher series. Um, Cody has strong opinions about Henry Cavill. I like Henry Cavill. Oh, it's Cavill because he's a British dude. It's not Cavill. Oh my god! <laughs> you fucking I'm redneck! Say, I'm say you were just Cavill, a, you were a sucking fucking red, South white, Alabama American. You were a South Alabama fucking redneck as hell. Like Henry Cavill. Uh, Cavill isn't that the thing with the the judge hits on the bench? He makes me pay my wife child support. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we got him. We got him. I'm just kidding, Cody. 
Uh, yeah, Cody. Cody has always um, he has a hard time not making fun of Henry Cavill's hairline um, a lot. So I'm like Henry, you're beautiful, and if anybody deserves hair plugs, it's you, sir. We love you, friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast, Henry Cavill. <laughs> he would, hey, but I heard he was like filming another Superman role, so it's like he would be on the podcast today talking about the role he didn't get. Uh, Lance, but, uh, I want to bring up. I just looked up a video of how to pronounce his last name and there's a video there's a quit doing google quit there's there's a video (laughs) trying to prove him wrong of henry cavill himself pronouncing his last name as cavill you son of a bitch (laughs) that's obviously it's overdone you're using his words against (laughs) i have i have a how dare you use henry cavill's words against lance it's overdone man it's not real (laughs) there's i have a video right here of the the ant what is the uh the reverse flash Talking to the Flash in the movie, and the line it's perfectly lined up. And he says, "Barry, you probably thought you ejaculated too quick, but I was jacking you off at <laughs> supersonic speed." And here I have a diagram of the Earth, and you'll see that it it's is flat. indeed flat. <laughs> <laughs> it is virus doesn't exist. His Corona. name's Henry Cavill. I, I ain't gonna make a joke with Henry Corona. Henry Cavill's <laughs> coronavirus, okay? He's the one that started it. It's Henry Cavill. The rest we went off the fucking rails. Let me just go ahead and finish the plot real quick. Um, there's two. There's a vampire, and then there's a girl, and the girl wants to it's fuck a, the vampire. It's guy. a very terrible... I don't know... Yeah. I don't know if she knows how to fuck at this point. Oh, yeah, they're Mormon, Ashley, so they can't fuck. Um, um, it's... Lance, you're welcome. It's really weak point. script. Do what? You're welcome to go through the plot. I'm trying to. Just real quickly, look. It's a very weak script. There's, there's, and I'm not somebody who's like, fuck yeah, I like Godzilla movies, people. Like the 1991s, this movie is just bad. I went into the perceived notion of like, okay, I'm going to hate this, but at the same time, when the movie starts playing, I'm like, okay, I usually give every movie a chance until I saw Mother. But this movie, I'm like, eh, there's a couple times I'm like, well... You know, it's okay, but it's like, now nah, this is stupid. And then Kristen Stewart would do something weird with her eyes and like, okay, this movie sucks. It's just, the dialogue's really weird and stuff. You can tell Robert Pattinson is doing his best to not act in this movie. Yeah. He's like, it's a picture. Oh, uh, he's like, hark! <laughs> no, he's just like, look, I can do all this other stuff because I'm a good actor. And all of a sudden, like, no, 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 we want you to dumb it down. He's like, so you want me to be like Forrest Gump? That's just what like a vampire? fucking high school girls want. They want like a... This is a dumbass. He's got like moose in his hair. And he's all like, other oh, shit. you smell like shit. <laughs> Can we talk about when he like fucking Bella farts in the fan and he's like, ugh. Oh my god, that was great. When he smells her blood, he's like, he's like, oh, your pussy stinks. <laughs> he's like, oh, ugh. What's beautiful about this is this is where there's a part, the second time, it's like he's gone for like a week and she's like looking around like, where is he? Like she's already in love with him or some shit. Yeah, and he she, she sits down to him. He looks at her. He goes, "Hello," <laughs> and then Cody's going to intercut this part. Hopefully, wait. When is that? Do what? What is that part? That's the that's when he you know okay he smells her. Yeah, you know like you were talking about. And he's like, <laughs> it smells like fish. Anyway, um, I was when he says hello, and he has like a nose plug or something. No, no, no. He co- looks at. He's like covering his mouth and stuff because he's trying not to. He's yeah, but he walks off, and she doesn't see him for a week. And like the next scene you see him, he's sitting already at the table. He goes, "Hey, though," <laughs> and, but it sounds like in uh, Channing Tatum in Twenty One Jump Street. Because my name is Jeff, <laughs> and then there's uh, he saves her from getting crushed. 
with the vehicle, and it's hilarious. It's all dramatic. Like, nobody else fucking sees this shit happening but Bella. And all these kids are, like, fucking seeing I'm like, look, hey, look, this is, like, some fucking... He knew it would be the perfect angle where he would get blocked by the car. And the new thing about that scene is how the fuck he's, like, pulling into his school parking lot going, like, fucking 60 or some shit. He slips (laughs) on the water. He's like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God! I'm losing control! He's like, this is bumper cars, right? (laughs) He's going, like, 15 miles per hour. He's like, ah, I can't fucking control it! But then also... There's another part that, like, doesn't make any sense to me. And it's, like, toward the end of the film when she's being hunted by that by James. And uh, Rosalie, Rosalie, <laughs> uh, Rosalie is, like, you know, he, she doesn't want to, like, help protect her. She's like, well, you know, what is she to me? And Carlisle's like, she she's with Edward. She's part of this family now. <laughs> but it's like, you've been together for, like, three weeks. <laughs> like, part of this I, family now. <laughs> what was that chick's name, the blonde hair chick? Rosalie. Rosalie, damn. Brittany's going to get mad at me for saying that, but she'll, she'll know what I'm talking about. That chick is hot, oh, especially another, during those movies. Another oh, thing, when, you know, when they first introduced uh, the Colons, you know, she's like, who's that? And they're just, like, walking past the window. And never in my life have I been sitting at a table and see someone walking past the window and be like, who's that? Yeah. And, and then they walk in, and, like, and then when they walk in, half of them look like they're in their 30s. I always, that always That's all bugs the me. That's like all the people in fucking the um, Spider Man, basically. Yeah, Spider Man. It's <laughs> all <laughs> Spider Man. But in the entire school, like every actor who's supposed to portray those high school students looks like they're like forty. <laughs> <laughs> that always so bugs me. I don't me. ever pay attention to that. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe I'm just I mean, maybe I'm just so out of it in yeah. the movie. I don't ever look at like I just sit there and buy like, okay, this is the point. I know it's a movie. I don't sit there and be like, oh, well, this, uh, why does uh, Tobey Maguire have chin, uh, Adam's apple? You know, I didn't have that at fucking 17. And it's supposed to be Spider-Man. You didn't have Adam's apple? I mean, I hadn't <laughs> completely grown into it yet. Uh, I mean, I barely Adam's have one. Apple. I've got, I got four chins now. <laughs> it's like Lance is like 18. He's like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> I don't remember my voice change. Uh, mine was like middle school. That's, tip, yeah. that's typically when everybody's is, is middle school. Yeah, I, I guess it was. I just never paid attention. Yeah. Cody was just like, hey, guys, when he was five years old. And he's, he's 18. He goes, <laughs> he hey, out, guys. He comes out of the room. He's like, uh, uh. Like, I tell you what. I, I had a mustache like when I was like in sixth grade. So, <laughs> And Cody still has a little pencil-thin mustache. Okay, real quick. What team are we on, people? We're on Team Edward or Team Jacob? I'm, I'm voting Team Edward. Is there a team for driving yourself off of the cliff? Yeah, it's called Team Fucking Bella. <laughs> <laughs> team Bella. Yeah, oh, boy. I, I don't know. I guess I'd side with uh, Jacob because, the, like I said... Dude, the were- he's so fucking what? emo! At, he at looks stupid in these the movies! Werewolf, at least the werewolves aren't... That's not a werewolf! Spot. It's a wolf! It's a fucking big pussy wolf. At least they're not. At least they're not lame. It's like look, I shot. No, they are lame. He's like, I'm not a part of the pack anymore, and he knows that she's in love with fucking Edward. You're gonna let him bite you? I mean, it was like that for like three movies. I will say it is kind of weird that in in Breaking (laughs) Dawn, where Jacob like uh, imprints on her newborn daughter. Oh my god, he's a fucking pedophile. Can we please talk about this? He's like, I love your baby. Give me your baby. And the best part is, he goes, he calls her Nessie. And she goes, Nessie? 
You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? Said, That's no, a line in the fifth movie. my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? Uh, she, <laughs> she shows emotion in the fifth movie. I'll give her credit. She, she does. Yeah. I'm not going to shit on her. But everybody else is like dumbed down in their acting, except for Taylor. He's he's doing the best he can, and it's not <laughs> helping. And everybody else is like dumbing it down from Michael Sheen to even Dakota Fanning to fucking Robert, especially. And she's doing the best she can, and she's still nowhere near them in acting. <laughs> Robert Pattinson at that point was just like, you know, I'm ready to go do a bunch of indie movies that no one's ever heard of before. He's like, I want to be a sailor at a lighthouse with William <laughs> Defoe. Like 10 years later. <laughs> Hey, what's even funnier though about this? Uh, we his Batman voice he's made for this new movie called The Batman. Yeah. He actually based it off William Defoe's voice. William Defoe's voice, his co-star from The Lighthouse. That's all that. That's funny. So it's so hard. Is, he's gonna talk like, "I'll get you, Spider Man." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Listen here, kid," and he's just like, you know, slaps his head. I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, but anyway, uh, so there's three vampires. One black dude with dread, one white guy with a really bad wig. Who, his, he played a bad guy in a lot of like fucking teen and coming of age movies. He looks like the a time. virgin or something. I don't really like. He looks like he'd be big into like I don't know collecting katanas or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just that's a wig he's wearing. He's played in a lot of other movies. Uh, and then some chick who ended up getting replaced by Ron Howard's daughter in the third movie. Um, oh, don't worry. James' special ability is that he can smell things better than other vampires. He's like, I can smell that pussy from here now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, someone look at this girl. Dude, for what? <laughs> He's like, goddamn bitch called Magician. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, I'm supposed to play ball with y'all, but damn. <laughs> He's like, whoop. <laughs> and he looks, he, he looks at one of the calls and goes, you need to wipe your ass, too. <laughs> Bella, we need to get you to the shower. Your pussy, it's attracting all the brown boxes. It's too stinky. Oh, God. And then Edward looks at the big dude and goes, You wipe your ass, too. <laughs> so gross. This is the guy with the side fucking cap. Yeah, that dude. I, I that think guy. that dude fucking wears a wig in the next movies because his receding hairline is bad in this movie already. Wait, which guy? Uh, the, the, the big doofus looking one. The guy who rides oh, in the back of the. Truck and he's like, looking Yeah, around. you see him in the other movies, he has these like really intricate hairstyles. And I'm like, It's a fucking wig because he's got receding hairline. This oh, movie. speaking this of him, do you think, do you think it was kind of goofy when they pull up to the school? And he's, she, it's like the first time that they show up and she's like, Edward's not here. And, uh, but he's like, when they pull up, he's like standing up in the Jeep. It's like, What a douchebag. <laughs> he well, just looks like kind of like a douchebag. He's <laughs> <laughs> just trying to be cool, man. <laughs> Like, you ain't got a shit on it. He's like, yo, what's up, homies? Vampire I'm trying to give this movie a fucking chance. You guys are just like, yo, yeah. we gonna shit on We're being dude. too mean to this fucking no, we're not. masterpiece. This you can never be too mean to this movie. <laughs> this movie has a fucking 49 on Rotten Tomatoes. Are you serious? Are you, yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, most like shitty movies on Rotten Tomatoes get like 80s anyway, so. Are you that sure? is true. Are, are you sure that that wasn't what Blood Rain was supposed to get? <laughs> Hey, yeah. No, I'm serious. A critical reception is like 49%. Ugh. Oh, man. It's just a bunch of like um, teenage girls being like, this movie oh. is awesome. Okay, this is a very, um, this is written as a love story for like fifth graders. Yeah. Like, I will love you forever and ever. It's like so fucking outdated that like Shakespeare had this formula fucking nailed down like fucking hundreds of years ago. 
Like, Shakespeare had figured this shit out before Stephanie Meyer, like, fucking... Yeah, I mean, it's basically just Romeo and Juliet, right? But shittier. But, land. yeah, worse. Yeah, it's awful. Like and nobody has to die. Yeah. But it's like, like I said, it's a, it's a G-rated... I made the joke. I know it's PG-13. It's... I think it's PG-13. Let me check. I got the Wikipedia page right here. The only difference between this and Shakespeare... EA Sports. It's in the game. Is that Robert Pattinson's... Uh, Robert Pattinson's in this one instead of, like in Romeo and Juliet you don't have Robert Pattinson so your pussy cannot get wet and that's what Jesus Christ man what but, the but fuck they, but in Romeo good. they made that Romeo and Juliet movie in like the 90s or early 2000s with Leonardo DiCaprio in it <gasps> where, where his what? sword where his sword was a pistol oh, I have to watch that now. it's that's awful <laughs> I'll give this movie credit I know it's based in Washington but they filmed it in Oregon I imagine it's something to do with, you know, you get, like, tax breaks doing it in certain places. But at least they filmed it in, like, the Northwest, so it could be kind of authentic to, like, the location. A lot of people, like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street is uh, supposed to be in uh, Ohio, and Halloween's supposed to be in Illinois, but they're both filmed in Pasadena, California, in the same fucking neighborhood. So it's like, you know, I get it. Um, I'm I'm assuming this is PG-13, but I used to joke around that Twilight was a G-rated version of Underworld. Because there is a love story in the world. It's just not between a vampire and a werewolf, between a vampire and a werewolf-vampire hybrid that actually looks fucking cool, not like this bullshit here. Um, and werewolves look really fucking ragged, like, like they're hideous in the underworld, and it's fucking awesome. That's just my opinion. Where was, like, they don't really have a big uh, presence in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's setting it up for the second movie. Okay. Because yeah. the second movie, there's no Edward or really any of the colons. I like how um, towards the end of the movie, they're like, <laughs> like Jacob comes there, he's like, my dad says um, you should break up with your boyfriend. Oh my god. <laughs> my dad. <laughs> my dad said, oh. Yeah, it's, God. And J- Cody's saying Team Jacob. My god. I just like Unless he's talking about Jacob, or my friend Jacob. But... Vampires yeah. are the vampires are terrible. It's like, oh well, well, yeah, but the werewolves can... are like we. Well, when they finally turn, werewolves like we're packed now. They say you brought hey, a pack. Yeah, hey, like, they all talk oh, like yeah. fucking cavemen. They literally walk around in khaki shorts and no shirts. Well, I was picking and they turn to werewolves and like where the fuck does her pants go? It's like the Hulk. Yeah, but they're I, Native Americans. I was I was picking the lesser of two like crappy things in this. No, series. you're picking the things you really can't make fun of. That the werewolves to me are boring. You can make fun of the vampires. They're all like, uh, uh, my girlfriend actually met the the daddy Colin. He was actually at the Carful Mall like fucking ten years ago. What? What was he doing? He's like, doing a meet and greet. Oh, uh, okay. It's like, damn, Alice, keep your thoughts to yourself. It's like you're the one reading her thoughts, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, Alice, she's the one that had the kind of like uh, emo haircut, right? Yeah, the one that could see the future. Isn't she in she's other things kind of too? She I've seen rings? her. Yeah, no, I've seen her in other things. Oh, she's an onion ring. I'm like, oh, yeah. sweet. She's in the fucking. <laughs> she's in the onion ring. But I've seen her in something else. I can't fucking place her. Um, okay, just real quick. Let's get to the plot. We can start talking about other vampire movies. Um, yeah, it's a really crappy, ugh, crappy. It's a love story aimed at preteens, where you sit there and think that love is forever, especially with your first love. You find one person, and that's fucking it. Self ninety nine percent of the time, that's not the case. Spoiler alert, but yeah, it's really just like, I've been waiting for a hundred years for you, Bella, and all this other shit. And Edward doesn't want to change <laughs> Bella to a vampire because he wants her to grow up and grow old, which turns into a really conscientious, conscientious, a contentious 
point in their relationship. And that's going to be really weird if she's like a 40 year old and he's like still like 17. Maybe like, like older one. He's like, fucking my mom, bro. <laughs> he might, he might be an older one. That's his cover. He's like, this is my mom. And he kisses her on the uh, mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> mommy. He's like the reverse Tom Brady. Um, you know, with regarding. Um, with regards. Edward's age, I was thinking it'd be funny if, like, he was just, like, really racist <laughs> because he's, like, 100 years old. <laughs> 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 the bad vampires show up, try to get Bella because they want to eat her. Bella is accepted into oh. the Cullen family. Bad vampire like- gets killed because he gets ripped apart off screen. You don't see it because they know it's going to look stupid. And they set him on fire. Now, Cody, I need to ask you this. Mm-hmm. If you don't rip a vampire... Okay, not rip. If you don't burn the vampire's paces, does he go back together? No, I think, if I remember correctly, I think, like, they, they're they still alive, but they're just alive in in pieces. That's awesome. It's just a fucking decapitated head, like, jumping up and down. No, I mean, so you're supposed to, be, like, rip all their limbs off and put them in a pile and burn them. It's yeah, hilarious. but if they're still alive, with like, you just fucking cut their head off, what can they do? I don't know. Like, in, uh, uh, Ron Howard's daughter plays Victoria in the third movie. They replace the actors for some fucking reason. And they kill her. She gets her head knocked off. Wait, what? Then, Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard is in the third one? Yeah, she's, she plays Victoria. They replace the actors. Oh, so, I don't remember that. But maybe uh, I wasn't. You're not missing I, much. <laughs> Can we talk about how fucking, like, abrupt it is that it just goes from, like, the love story to, like, these action fucking, like, Shit. And I'll tell you one thing, James, when he gets a hold of Bella and he's like, hey, he'll scream for me, all this other shit, like yeah. he's the Joker. I thought that shit was cool. I was, like, at that point, I was like, how the fuck did we get here? I know. But then it's just, it's just like, every movie, like, the bad guy fight feels too short. And here's the fucking thing. I didn't ask people this at the beginning of a podcast, like I should have. I'll start with Owen. I go to Cody and I go to me. Owen, what was your first experience with the Twilight movies? Not just the books, but just this the movies. Is the first time I think I've ever seen it. I mean, you know, I was like 10 when the shit was like all popping off and stuff. So as a like teenager, I was, you know, of course making fun of yeah. all the preteens and shit that loved this lame shit. So this is like the first time you yeah, ever this watched is the movie? First time I've ever watched it. I've read the books before, like, in, or read parts of the books in high school, like I said. That's it. There okay. was no uh, way you were 10. Weren't you born in 2000? Well, when the fuck did these movies come out? When I was eight. eight. I don't he know. He was eight years old. Yeah, but it took off in like 2010 or some shit. So. <laughs> it's like, fuck off, Cody. You're yeah. Mad. <laughs> you don't know me, Cody. Uh, I'm 100 years old. Cody, uh, what was your first experience with the movie? Just when it came out. Uh, I think... I think Stephanie was already excited about the movie because she had already read the books. Um, or whatever books were out at that time. And... So we, I think we went to the theater and saw it. Had you already read the books when you saw the movie, or was that um, after? Yeah, I think I'd already read read the books at that point. Uh, my only experience, because I stayed far away from this, um, I've mentioned before on the podcast I had dated somebody who was a movie theater manager. Her name is Squidward, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> um, and anybody that knows her and knows Squidward's uh, image, they will understand why I call her that. She's blue. She is a... Fucking eight legs. <laughs> I'm bleak. I would beat off a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get off that. But anyway, she was the movie theater manager and or the assistant manager at the time, but she was in charge all the time because 
when you become a movie theater manager, you literally leave your assistant in charge and you fucking just like go off and don't show up for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, but she was really not looking forward to the movie coming out because it's like, this thing's going to be crazy and whatever. And I would always try to at least uh, show up towards the end of the night and help her close up the theater. And the way I would do it, it's not like I went upstairs to help her count the money or anything. I would just stay downstairs, kind of make sure everybody left, let her know. When, you know, if she didn't have to come down, I would just go check all the theaters for her. Because, I mean, I had nothing else to do at the time. I was working night shift and all that other crap. So, I would, Twilight would always be the last movie playing. So, I would always just kind of just go in that theater real quick, just, just to see. I would always try to go in, especially if a movie I like was going on, I would just go in there and see the ending of it, because I've already seen the movie. But I would always see the ending fight with James. Is that the good dude's name in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would always see the ending fight James. I saw that fucking scene, the ending sequence, like fucking eight times. I've never seen the rest of the fucking movie. Like, Damn, this movie's tight. Yeah, the movie's fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> I mean, I didn't sound like that, but I, I'm probably close to it. But yeah, that was my first experience with the shit. And you know, when I met Cody, that's when his wife was neck deep in it. And by osmosis, and me and Cody's friendship, that's how I had any kind of association with the franchise. This was the first time I ever watched the movie All the Way When I watched this a couple weeks ago. Blech. Got that out of the way. So um, what are your, what are the scenes that you think are the worst in this movie? Oh, without a doubt, when Bella gets the venom sucked out of her. <laughs> she, she goes completely, she goes it's like, it. look, we want you to make Anna Kendrick's face, stick your teeth out, but cross your eyes. You're going to look like a fucked up beaver. And she's like, oh, do, 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 do. you know, she's like, ah, and she's like, and then, you know, Edward's just kind of staring at her and goes, Edward, you're killing her. He's like, mm, 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 oh, it's so good. And, you know, it's like, ugh. And everything, and then, like I said, the funniest scene in this movie, I'm going to go ahead and answer this question because I'm going to praise this to you guys, is the flashback scene where Edward catches the car. There's no sound, but this kind of really, like, soft, supposedly romantic music. But you hear Edward go, mm. and it sounds really <laughs> sexual, and it's hilarious, and Cody will put that in after I say that, and it's great. Go, mm. The best scene is when... Um, they're, like, making out on the bed. Because I thought it would be funny if, like... You know how, like, Edward's really fast? <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> like, he's, like, bucking her. And he's, like, dude, like, going really fast. Like, like how he walks and runs and shit, like, oh in the movie. Like, it gets so effect. fucking bad in the next couple movies. When they get married and they have sex and she's still human. Uh-huh. He's hurting her. He goes, oh, I don't want to have sex with you anymore. And she <laughs> walks off. Oh, really like, like, no, this is not the exact line. He goes... Bella, I don't want to hurt you. It's like, you're on your fucking honeymoon. And he goes, I gotta go. And he just like, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta nut. <laughs> and he just walks off to the side. And it's just, I mean, Cody can, Cody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the bad part. And I'm not making this up. He's like, I gotta go. Like, he's still in high school or some shit. He's got a shit. He's got a shit, <laughs> gotta shit I gotta man. go. And, like, if he literally... I, mean, I would... Look, could you imagine, real quick, he's 119 years old. Yeah. Could you imagine how bad his farts think? He's got a cast there. Oh, it? fuck. There's one more scene. And it's the opening scene of the fucking movie. You see the deer run through the woods, and it fades out with the, the deer jumping into his arms. <laughs> Wait. Oh no, I can't even say it. 
opening scene, you hear Bella's like, "This is my monologue," and yeah, I'm I, I like I like boys and all this other shit. But you see this this like deer, and you see these like humans running really fast, like split second, and the deer's running through the woods, and it jumps into this blinding light. But you see Edward coming last second to catch it, but it looks like he's hugging it. Uh, yeah. He's like, "Bambi, I love you." <laughs> I think I do. And uh, me and uh, Brittany had to rewind it like four times. I was laughing. <laughs> So, oh my god! So, so there's there's three scenes I want to point out. Two of them I think are just like really bad, bad, and one of them is the funniest scene I think in the movie. But <laughs> the first one that's bad, it's when he puts her on his back and he goes to like climb trees. Oh. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like jumping at full speed, but like landing real gently against the tree. It just doesn't <laughs> look right. There's another one where he. It, it's like the same kind of scene where he she's on his back. And he's supposed to be like running really fast, but his legs aren't matching his movement <laughs> speed. So it's like he's like hovering above the ground and just wiggling his legs. Yeah, it looks stupid. <laughs> um, the other bad scene I want to talk about is when she like finally realizes that he's a vampire or whatever. And I, I pulled the quote up because I didn't want to mess it up. But the quote she says, it's like in her little monologue. She says, About three things I was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Second, there is a part of him, and I didn't know how potent that part might be, that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and ir- irrevocably in love with him. It's like I do remember that. There, there's okay the scene where Edward they go up in the woods and he's going to confront her about this, and he's oh standing behind God. her. He goes, "Do you know what I am?" And she goes, "Yes." He goes. Say it. Because <laughs> I gave like, him the like Batman up and down like, into the trees it. and stuff. It's like, what are you doing? A vampire? And she fucking falls asleep. I don't, maybe it's the second movie. She's looking for Edward. She goes out in the woods and somehow gets lost and she just falls asleep. That's like the, the second one, I think. I don't think that. Yeah, man. I mean, of course, it's the whole fucking series. That's oh, where the whole Edward, I'm coming. He goes, Bella, I don't want you to come. <laughs> the funniest scene in this movie is at the end when she's in the hospital and Edward tells her that he has to leave her. Um, and she just starts like stammering over her words. And she's like, what, what are you saying? You can't leave. This is like, this is a little ridiculous, but that scene makes me laugh every time. It is. This movie is full of unintentionally funny scenes. They're trying to be romantic about shit. And it's like reeks of like, I guess, I don't even know if you want to call it high school shit. It's hard to pull this shit off, even if you are a good actor like Robert Pattinson, and make it, like, serious or good, but you're getting such shit material to work off of. Oh, yeah. I mean, God, it's fucking terrible. Like, because the book is just full of, like, dumbass stinkers and, like, fucking, like, stupid sentences and shit, like, just... Well, yeah, throughout. and I mean, it's like it's like the book was just written by someone who had some kind of vampire fantasy and it happened to get published, which speaking of, this book actually is what led to Fifty Shades of Grey. Because you told author, me this. How in the fuck did that happen? So was, the author wrote a book that she published online on like Twilight forums um, that was basically it was fan fiction about Bella and Edward. And it got really popular. She wrote it under the, like the the pen name like Snow Dragon Ice Queen or something like that. <laughs> Badass, <dude>. Snow <laughs> and, Dragon uh, Ice Tits. <laughs> and uh, 
I guess it got so popular that a publisher actually wanted her to write a book, and so she changed some plot elements and obviously the characters and stuff like that, and that's how Fifty Shades of Grey was born. Yeah. Isn't your wife a big fan of Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, yes. <laughs> I swear. You know, I, I think there's a part of women, and partners in general, whatever, you know, that they like something, and when they know their partner really hates it or despises it or detests it or whatever, they like it even more. Like, you have to do this because you love me. I'm like, no, I fucking don't. You know, I've, I use, used to use the trick on, like, you know, a couple of times, like, if you love me, you'll do this. And it's never like, hey, watch this fucking terrible movie. No, Oral Kombat's not a terrible movie. She still fell asleep. <laughs> And she, I mean, to be honest with you, she also fell asleep during Batman Begins. I'm like, seriously, it's a good movie. Let's not fucking do this. I fucking stayed awake through all your Twilight movies. Batman um, Begins. But, okay, so, anyway. Uh, better than Ella. <laughs> Where's the control? You're letting her kill Martha. Uh, anyway, real quick. Um, so, Bella, they, they kill the bad guy. Bella and Edward go to prom. She wants him to bite his neck, her she, neck. And he sucks on her knee. And he doesn't. He just like, can't that be enough right now? It's like fucking the most emo bullshit. He starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, like, like I said, in the, I think it's the fourth movie. He's fucking, his fourth movie. He's fucking her. <laughs> really fast, too. Yeah, he is. He finishes in like one second. No, it's not like that. They but show it, like, not he's like breaking the, the bed and all this theme. other shit. Do what, Cody? Sorry. It's not syncing up with the movement speed like his legs in this movie when he's running. But his penis is like... <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> uh, his tag... No, his, his penis looks like Jabba the Hutt's tail as he's getting choked out Return of the Jedi. Like, what? 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 I'm just picturing it in my head like that when thing? he's fucking... Like, you know the scene where they're getting out of the car and he like fucking runs around to the other side? I don't know. Put and it it's like motion blur at all, and he like fucking just like tells This movie's a blur. Right? Like, yeah. keep going. It's cool. It, it's just like that, and it lasts for like one second. It's like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't declare. No, there is one dude. Uh, okay, who's the emo chick again? The Colin? Uh, Alice. Alice. The dude. She's who is her like her forever mate or whatever. That guy with the long blonde hair. <laughs> he's just staring Jasper. off into space. Yeah, Jasper. He's just sitting there staring the whole time. There's a scene he literally just stares like, like he's like derp or some shit. I felt, I thought at first, like, I don't know if it was He's supposed to be the southern general in the Confederate Army from Texas. But <laughs> he I'm is like, racist. I'll say that his character, out of all the characters in this movie, his character is like handled the worst because they don't really explain why he's doing that. He's um, doing it because he's like, oh, it, he's doing it for the drugs. It, it's because it's, he's not like the rest of the Colons. Like he he doesn't have like a good handle on his. Yeah, he's, for he's human fresh blood. on the like the vegan blood they call it. Yeah, and well, I just really ate Bambi's pussy. If I want some. From, real... If he's from like the Civil War, then how is he like a new vampire? No, he's new no. to the. Not eating humans. Oh, to the not. Okay, I'm stupid. So. Yeah, and uh, no. They they, they have like stupid. one quick like throwaway line about it, but. If you don't catch that line, it, it just, it's like, man, he's like a real weirdo. That's fucking stupid anyway, because what Civil War general could pass as like a fucking 17-year-old high schooler? The fuck, Stephanie Meyer, you stupid Well, bitch. here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know. Brittany tells me that he was always Southern. He's like, I do declare. I do declare, Mr. Bogart. I miss you my cotton I do declare, Bella. That blood pouring from your hand, it gets me mighty warm. 
<laughs> that was great. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I present Exhibit A. <laughs> this bitch is trying to get me in trouble by drinking her blood. Uh, no, anyway. I think... Uh, I don't think he's... Like, he was Southern in this movie. Like, they just give him this whole backstory that he's like some Civil War general or some bullshit. He's like, I was the... I, I, just some, I fought the Yankees at the Battle of Appomattox. Well, there was that one play. scene where he was waving the Dixie, the Dixie flag around. He's like, "This is my heritage, <laughs> damn it!" <laughs> yeah, he said, "Did you not hate y'all?" <laughs> he said, <laughs> "He's like, yee yee." Hey, he's like, "Hey, don't tread on me, motherfucker." Tell you what. <laughs> and then the one guy, Jasper, not Jasper, uh, oh, I just said Jasper, Emmett. He's over there, like, listening to Eminem's 8 Mile with his hat back. With, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's he from? Is he, like, fucking some, like... They don't give us anything. I'm not going to say that. I'm not, it's not against him. It's just the vampire lore. Like, said, there's the only way you can kill him is if you, like, break him apart or rip him apart in the sun. Suck him off. The, the, the sunlight does nothing but make him sparkle. <laughs> like, they just stepped out of Victoria's Secret. Every time I think of that sparkle thing, I think of when she was like, you beautiful... Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot. Whenever he reveals himself to Bella, and uh, he's like, "Look, this is the skin of a monster," and uh, <laughs> she's like, "You're beautiful." You take all the fun stuff out of it, like the crucifix, the holy water, because vampires are supposed to be monsters. Mm-hmm. They are. They're, she's made them like this most attractive. She tries to make the most attractive, most attractive that she can. And like I said, like the original vampire in the Bram Stoker's uh, Stoker, sorry. Bram Stoker's like, uh, you know, listen to have a microwave meal here. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, he's supposed to look like Nosferatu. You know, bald, big pointy ears, sharp teeth. He looks like a human skin colored piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. Um, but, you know, they made Dracula more attractive when they actually did the adaptation. Nosferatu was actually Dracula without the rights. They had to change the vampire's name, but it's the same story. Right. Uh, but that's what it was in the original vampires that weren't like going to be burned alive by sunlight. They just didn't like the sunlight. But everything else was like part of just like the lore, like the crucifix, holy water, whatever, something to scare them away. But they wanted to make vampires attractive. Like it's just fucking just terrible, man. I don't I don't necessarily mind the aspect of you become a vampire and you become more attractive or whatever because well, these makes, people are already attractive. It makes sense to like because your prey is, is are humans, so it makes sense to be attractive because it makes you more appealing to somebody. If you look like a hideous beast, then it would make I like uh, um, being a predator more difficult. But it's everything else about the lore in Twilight that bothers me because bringing up Vampire Diaries again. The lore has changed, but it's similar to how it was laid out before. You know, vampires can be killed by, you know, a stake to the heart. That's the way you have to kill them. Or, you know, burning up in the sunlight. Unless you're one of the originals, because their whole lore is that there was like this witch who had, you know, five or six children, and she turned them into vampires to make them live forever. And they can't burn up in the sunlight, and they can't be killed by a regular wooden stake. It has to be like a wooden stake that comes from the tree that, you know, they were born from or something like that. And so stuff like changes like that, I don't mind, but this whole like glittering in the sun and, and the superpowers thing, it's just ridiculous. 
I like the way um, my favorite like vampire lore is probably Vampire the Masquerade, in which um, like there's like different breeds of vampire for like the clans. So yeah. there's like yeah, there's like the ugly clan, like the Nosferatu kind that have to like mm-hmm. hide in the sewer and shit because they're so nasty. But then there's like the really attractive ones that are like really popular and shit. Well, I mean, for me, I let Cody go next because uh, we're doing reverse alphabetical order. Uh, I like okay, like Underworld. I like that story. The vampires and werewolves are actually come from one bloodline from Alexander Corvinus, who's actually Alexander the Great. He was the first immortal. He had three kids. Two of them were twins. One of them, two of them had the immortal gene. The other one passed it on hereditary, so he was mortal. But the um, the one twin, Marcus, was bit by a bat, and William was bit by a wolf, and they both became vampire wolf. Now William's vampire, yeah, William's werewolves, the lichens. In this movie, once they turn into werewolves, they couldn't turn back into human. They became mindless beasts. And then uh, the second generation of Lycans uh, was born with Lucian. He was the first one born, and it was actually born a human, but he could transform in and out. So that became the second generation of Lycans. They weren't mindless beasts, but it's kind of weird. But anyway, the whole vampire thing. Like, you know, vampire movies like Lost Boys. It's a great fucking movie. And it's funny. I mean, it, it's it, Joel Schumacher directed it, and it's in the late '80s. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland's in it, and a couple other people. But it's a really good movie when it comes to the vampires. And it's cool. It's funny. Some of the shit they say, um, you know, as Bram Stoker's like Francis Ford Capella, Mister Godfather himself, directed Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1992. Uh, Keanu Reeves is in it. We know uh, Winona Ryder. Can't say her first name. Winona. Yes. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is in it. What's his, Who's the guy who played uh, Gordon in the Dark Knight movies, Cody? Uh, gosh, his name is like on the tip of my tongue. Well, obviously it's not. But oh. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, what is his name? Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. He plays Dracula in that movie. I mean, it's a star of the cast, and it's a great movie. And I even go back to the original Dracula movie that came out in 1933, I think, maybe 32. Uh, with uh, Bella Lugosi, it plays Dracula. And that whole vampire war, that shit was cool to me. Um, of course, you can't like forget another terrible adaptation of vampires, Van Helsing, which has uh, Wolverine in it, uh, Kate Beckinsale from the Underworld movies in it, and a couple other people. But that, that has all a bunch of, like, that has Dracula, that has Werewolf, that has uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and all that other shit. But, you know... When it comes to like the vampire movies, there's a lot out there that does a really good job of representation. But yeah, it's just this is just fucking rough, and it just screams like I get through the movies, I get to the fifth one. The only the best part, I actually like the fifth one. I will admit that, yeah, all because of the fake out ending. But God, Jacob is the fucking emo is bullshit. You you made you still love him, what? and all of a sudden, and then like Bella wants Edward. The only reason she's entertaining Jacob is because. Edward won't turn her into a vampire, so she's leading Jacob on. He's the yeah. third wheel. But then, like, when they get married and he's having sex, where he goes, I gotta go. I'm hurting you. And, and it's like, go- dude. And, and then he goes home to his bedroom, slams the door shut, and puts on Hawthorne Heights, Nikki, Nikki FM, and, and Paramore. And that. Hey, he opens the door before he, sh- before he shuts up. He looks at, like, he, looks at he goes, I hate you! <laughs> Um, like, 
Fuck so, yeah, Cody, go ahead. T- talking about the werewolves, you know, you said that you don't really like the way that the were- the wolves are portrayed in this because they just look like regular wolves, which I, I see that. Are there any are there any versions of werewolves that you actually really like? Like for me, um, the werewolves in Harry Potter, uh, specifically in the Prisoner of Azkaban, when Professor Lupin turns into a werewolf, I I love that design. Uh, he's like real tall and like his arms and legs are real skinny and he's hunched over and he looks like an actual like wolf creature and not a straight up wolf. Yeah, I I, I get that. Yeah, I, I mean Underworld. I go back to that. I love the lichens in that. And I have to go back and it's it's just me. I, I'm one of those weirdos. I have to go back to the original The Wolfman movie with Lon Chaney Jr. They, you know, had to apply the stuff to him and just record it over time, and they slowly phased it in over the movie, him transforming. They put all this hair on and shit like that, and he turns into a wolf. That story is really fucking good. Um, yeah, it's just hard to get into. They did a remake in 2010, and it's fucking terrible. Do not watch that fucking movie. The one with Benicio Del Toro in it? Yeah, that movie sucked. And the only reason I can forgive everything in that movie... Because I do remember it, but at the end they made his dad a werewolf, and that's how he got it. His dad killed his mom. That's not how the original story goes. They made it like we gotta make this WWE to make people interested in it, and it's, that's not how the fucking thing is. In the original movie, um, Lon Chaney Jr. He knows he's the Wolf Man. He tells his dad, "You gotta lock me up," and his dad just thinks he's crazy. He locks him up. He escapes after he turns into the Wolf Man. His dad ends up beating the werewolf to death with a uh, walking stick with a a silver head on it because you're supposed to kill with something silver. It's got a silver wolf head on it. He beats it to death and the wolf just stops moving. He just kind of stares at it and the wolf de-transforms into his son. He realizes as the movie ends that his son was right the whole time. It's really fucking awesome almost kind of tragic but they fucking ruined it in the remake in 2010. But uh, yeah, that, the werewolf, like the old school shit was really cool. Underworld's really cool. Um, I think Jack Nicholson turned into, he had a movie called The Wolf. But he was a werewolf in it, which is wild to think about. And I remember seeing that in my grandmother's house. But other than that, I don't think there's been like a lot of werewolves. You seen that Silver Bullet, Uh-oh. the Stephen King uh, adaptation that came out in the '80s? No, I've never seen it. I think the wolves. I think from what I remember, the wolves look cool. Of course, that is the '80s, and they don't try to show it. The wolves in um, the Howling are really fucking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can go back to that in just a second. They're, well, they're kind of funny. They're all hairy and shit. And the second Howling movie, they have like the werewolf queen. But she's about to have an orgy or a threesome or some shit like that. She rips off her shirt and shows her, her boobs. <gasps> but at the ending of the movie, I swear, I, swear, I swear, I don't know why I can't get my words out. I swear to God, they do this kind of like, you know, like 80s music video for like the credits. And it shows her ripping her top off to show her boobs like eight times to go with the beat of the song. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, Owen? Sir? Uh, what am I supposed to say? Owen, Owen's like, I've never heard of a werewolf before Twilight. Yeah. Um, are you asking me about my favorite vampire movies? And no. Like, oh, what, are there too, any versions of or werewolves that you would that you actually like the design of. Um, hold on, give me a sec. He's like, I gotta make something up. He don't, he don't know. He don't uh, know. Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, guys. Is this puberty? <laughs> yeah, there you go. How's that? Teen Wolf. I can't think of any fucking werewolf movies except Underworld. Like, they're pretty rare in movies. 
It's not a. I mean, everybody when they try to make a monster thing, they first go with vampires, and then yeah. most of the time that kind of fails, and then they don't make a franchise like they try to. It's because like I think it's because they're like they made a monster verse not too long ago. And they were going to. They did, they started with Dracula Untold, which evidently is a shitty movie. I've never watched it. Well, yeah, they started with Dracula Untold, but then they're like, you know what? This movie didn't do too well. It sucks. Let's cut this out of the plan. And then, they, they, and then they did the mummy, and they're like, "This is where we're gonna start." And they even had a teaser at the end where I think Kurt Russell played um, Doctor no, Russell Jekyll. Crow. Oh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> Russell, Russell Crowe uh, <laughs> Crow played uh, Doctor Jekyll, and they were like setting up this whole the whole monster verse. And they're like, "Well, this movie didn't do too well either." It's like, yeah, because you took something that was supposed to be a horror movie and made it an action movie with Tom Cruise in it. So, of course, it didn't do that well. And they're like, well, let's cut the plan out, but we'll still just make these other movies as their own standalone things. And, and then the Invisible, the Invisible Man was actually a really good movie and actually made plenty of money. So, oh, okay. That's the thing. They made that smaller budget, though, didn't they? Yeah. And that movie is actually really good. And the way they explain the Invisible Man in that movie is, is awesome for, like, modern day. Oh, He's invisible. Why is he invisible? Well, he the guy who's invisible, um, he is like runs this tech company, and he has a suit that basically is like a cloaking suit. But they think like he fakes his own suicide, and he comes back to like haunt his his ex, and in the end you find out that he was using that suit all along, and then she actually ends up using the suit to kill him and make it look like he actually like actually killed himself. Which yeah. I thought was Spoiler alert, fuck, dude. I don't know if I wanted to watch this. Movie. That's rough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I get there's one more movie I have to mention real quick. It's a team up movie before Adventures, before X Men, Twilight versus Justice The Grudge. League. Oh my god. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, no, Twilight, Silent Hill. There's the two franchises I fucking love. Um, How no, dare it's you? Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. That was a culmination. They did the same. The Universals, they actually did the same. They made all these monster movies. They made the original The Mummy. They made, you know, Wolfman, The Invisible Man, all this other stuff. They eventually got stuff that's like, well, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Frankenstein versus the Wolfman, all this other shit. Well, it all culminated, and that's what finally killed off the, the whole genre because at that point, people got tired of these big horror movies. But Abbott and Costello, the comedy team, did meet Frankenstein. Bella Lugosi actually came back and did Dracula for the first time since the original movie. And they brought in the original Wolfman. They brought in somebody else to play Frankenstein's monster. And the visible man's at the end. It's a whole monster matchup. It's a funny-ass movie. It's really good. But that was the kind of the end of the monster shit for a while. But it was like the first like big team-up before you know comics and shit like that became a thing. That but, reminds me of the Scooby-Doo episodes where it's like Scooby-Doo and Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of Scooby Doo, um, I just found this out the other day. Did you, did you know that Scooby Doo did a Blair Witch episode? Not really? <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called the Scooby Doo Project, and it's basically just a Scooby Doo parody of the Blair Witch. Oh, uh, you know what? I have seen that. Um, didn't they air it like on Cartoon Network or some shit? Yeah, it, I think it was aired in parts. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just I thought that was an interesting. Talk about fucking fact. Blair Witch. That fucking movie, what was it, 2017 that movie came out, Cody? Yeah, 2016, 17, something like that. Cody was like, I really like this movie. 
And the whole movie had me on edge, man. I'm like jumping up out of my seat because there wasn't that many oh. people in the top of the theater. So I'm walking back and forth. I'm like, oh no, here we go. You know, <laughs> oh no, no, look behind you. Look oh, behind you. And then it showed like what happened at the very end. And I'm like, that's it? That fucking ending sucked. I will, Everything else was great. The movie is fantastic except for the ending. And the ending bothers me because she literally sees her friend die because he's being tricked. You know, and she she hears the voice, and she's he's like, no, that she's like, no, that's not that's not her, that's not her, and he she, he turns around and gets killed, and then she falls for the same exact thing. And the thing that bothers me the most is what the witch looks like. Actually, she looks that, like a fucking huge stick figure. That freaked me out. Like the fact that it was only on screen for just a split second, it genuinely freaked me out. Well, the only thing is, if you pause it, I imagine it looks really stupid. Is why it's only oh, yeah, for a I'm split sure. second. Like, I thought it would be more terrifying if she actually looked like some creepy-ass old woman or some shit. That would scare the fuck out of me. But that's where yeah. I did the, at the end when the credits rolled up, I did the ace and That probably makes me laugh. It's just some old lady. I'm here, Steve, my grandkids. My grandson. I'm looking for the Walmart. <laughs> I need the crippled car, please. I need please. to get diapers for my husband. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, this movie was rough, man. But <laughs> do we have anything to say about Twilight anymore? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't recommend this movie. <laughs> it made us laugh. It made us cry. It didn't make us laugh. It made us love. It, it made, made us, me laugh. It made me sigh. <laughs> it, it didn't make me. It didn't make me laugh for the right reasons. It made me laugh because it was of how bad some of the scenes are. It made me imagine being Bella. Oh my god! Please bite me, Edward. Just kill me. Um, I, after, I'm glad after that he, after he takes her off his back, he's like, "Why is my shirt wet?" Oh my god! Uh, it's like, it's just blood on my shirt. He's like, "That's no." <laughs> um. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I don't recommend this movie at all. <laughs> my, my life has considerably been worse than seeing it. Like, my quality of life is, you know, <laughs> it's gotten worse because I've watched Twilight. You're on antidepressants now. This movie made yeah, actually, I am, though. <laughs> I don't think I've been on it before. And, but yeah, I mean, I should have been like, yeah, Cody, I'm on antidepressants. This is my drug. This is my brain on drugs. This is my brain after seeing Twilight. Um, but yeah, this movie just oof. I did this, you know, because I lost a bet. I went into it with literally like I was going to watch this movie. I'm going to give it a chance. I got sucked into somewhat of the story. But if you can get through, see, each movie is about two hours long. I think the last one's almost two and a half hours long. So two times five is ten. Ten and a half hours. If you get through ten and a half hours of mostly just cringe. Like, that's what these movies are when they say something. You're like, oh, God, why would you say that in front of people? It's like, if you can get past that, then watch them, man. I'm not going to sit there and shit on anybody for watching unless they like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And then I definitely will shit on it. <laughs> but I, I just, ooh, buddy, I, I'm glad Robert Pattinson was able to climb through that hundred yards of shit that Andy Dufresne was able to crawl through into the Shawshank Redemption. I wish um, I could tell you that Andy fought the good fight. And that the sisters left him alone. But prison is no fairy tale. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you said that. I kept thinking about the, the robot chicken Batman Arkham Knight. 
<laughs> making fun it, of it. And the thing's like, come here, Joker. I'm going to fill up that balloon real good. And it's like a gas line. It almost it always makes me think of the Family Guy episode where it parodies Shawsha- Shawshank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I remember that one. I remember that one. <laughs> I think I, I remember that more than I remember Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as recommendations go, I don't recommend this movie either. Uh, it's bad. Don't watch it. If you're someone who's interested in watching this, I'm sure that you've already seen it. So, um, and after this podcast is over, let's never talk about this series ever again. Oh, but, I will. Well, you guys make me watch a shittier movie. Uh, Owen, do you recommend or do you not recommend? Um, if you're 13 years old and a girl, then I recommend this movie. Um, oh, my God. Unless you want to laugh at it. But even then, it's kind of not really worth it. Yeah, there. I mean, I, we sit there and we joke around like, yeah, we laugh at this movie. There really isn't anything that's so bad to laugh at. It's just so bad that you're just like, why am I watching this? Really. When yeah. Edward's running through the woods or when he's climbing trees. Yeah. Okay, look. This robot the, fucking walking. The bionic him. man. No, no, no. Not the bionic man. The $6 million man. The bionic, which is pretty much the bionic man. He does his run like, no, 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 no. He's supposed to be going real fast. That looks more realistic than the shit they're doing in this movie. This, yeah, this movie looks like like a shitty like fucking like that show came out in the seventies too. <laughs> it looks like a really bad like made for TV movie or just like a really shitty TV show. Yeah. Oh god, I think this is the worst movie we've watched while we're during this podcast series. I mean, this is worse than fucking like Charlie and Chocolate Factory. This is worse than Apocalypse Now, and I like Apocalypse Now for one I, watch. I think I agree. I think that this is probably obviously we all agree that. You know, this is a this isn't a good movie, but I think that this is probably the first one that doesn't have any like real redeeming quality for any of us. We did uh, watch Le- um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, which I think is better than this. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. That is true. Yeah, buddy. Oof. I mean, wait, I, wait I mean, I watch, should uh, Wait, wait till we watch Silent Hill Revelation in a few weeks. Yeah, you know, maybe that, that maybe that'll top this. We just been, I feel like that probably won't, Cody. I think I like that more than this. We've just been on like a stinker fucking. Like we're trying to get because we're going to be doing some new releases here soon, so yeah. it's going to be one of those things where it's like you know, I mean, let's get through this and hopefully we can get on the other side of the hundred yards of shit in the shit tunnel mm-hmm. that we're climbing through, and we'll be all right. They said. I love you, Brittany. Thank you very much for being my girlfriend. I know I'm nuts, but at the same time, and here is, I will never make this bet with you again, and I apologize for shitting on your movie. And here's the power ballad I read you. Here's the power ballad. And I don't want to mistake. I'm going to go the world is a vampire. <laughs> um, hopefully what Cody I, plays that song. So what is the next movie we're doing, Owen? Godfather 2. Point oh. The return of Spider-Man. <laughs> the, the longest movie in history. <laughs> hey, 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 real this quick. movie's fucking... The movie we just did was two hours long. I don't want to hear shit. It was terrible. Hey, real God, quick. Godfather 2 is like three and a half hours long. <laughs> Listen, I can go through three hour, three Co- and a half hey, hours. Hey, Cody's... Let me go ahead and say this. Cody sent me a text after we got done recording Silent Hill. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Cody goes... He sends me a text, and I have, I, I'm eating like my Jack in the Box, and his one went to bed. I'm Jack, eating my toy Jack in the Box. Jack off in the box. Oh god, uh, so gross. Cody goes, <laughs> "Have you seen the length of the Godfather too?" <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "No, how long is it?" And he goes, three hours and twenty minutes." I don't know why I gave him that voice. Let me do this over. 
have you seen the lens oh, of the Godfather? God. And I'm like, no, Cody, how long is it? And he goes, three hours and 20 after. It's five I'm like, damn, saw. Cody. I don't say it like that. And I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, it's still going to be better than Silent Hill. But five inches saw. But I didn't realize how bad Twilight was going to be. Nine inches of red. I mean, I've seen, I don't know if I had seen Twilight yet. Maybe it'll be saw. like the Snyder Cut and just fly by. Oh, boy. I mean, look. I will say, Owen's not the only person that's ever said this. The Godfather 2 is like one of the greatest movies ever made, so we should be in for a treat. And the first movie was fucking incredible. And I don't even like mobster movies. We watch it before we dive back into a pile of crap because Silent Hill Revelation is going to be a pile of crap. And then after Silent Hill Revelation, what's coming after that? Uh, Mortal Kombat! The new movie, not, not the old one. Hey, 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 um, we'll do the Conjuring three when it at some time. Oh my comes god! Out. It's the um, old scary movie. We fuck. We never watched that. We never watched any of the other ones. I have, like, unfortunately. Which was the Conjuring um, three? I watched the first one. But the the Conjuring three comes out this summer, so we'll do it. And then oh, I also okay. I also want to do the Suicide Squad when it comes out. Suicide. Oh boy, let's do the the David Ayer one. So I'll, I'll gladly do both of them. <laughs> I mean, I just don't have any interest in the, the new movie. <laughs> at least, at least Ayer, the new one's made by James Gunn, and it probably will end up being good. Well, um, the thing is, and, he had a lot of creative freedom in this. They, they said that yeah. Warner Bros. didn't fuck with him at all like they did with Ayer. Now, oh, yeah. didn't, didn't Ayer's, didn't he do the Birds of Prey movie? No, that was a female director, but I can't remember her name. Well, he was he was in the production of it because they said it's like, would you want to do a sequel to the second Suicide Squad? He goes, no, I'm gonna do something else. <laughs> yeah, um, awesome. Which because Harley Quinn. So basically, what happened? Just to break it down real quick before we end the podcast. Break it down. Um, break it down. Um, so they he made the movie. He made Suicide Squad, and his version of it was a more dramatic take on the film. With with some light comedic elements to it. Do they commit after suicide they, in the movie? After they released the trailer, the first trailer, and um and Batman vs Superman released to like a bunch of negativity. It made plenty of money, but apparently there are people. It's too dark. Um, the the studio panicked, and that accompanied with the fact that Deadpool 2 I believe had come out at that time and actually was like pretty successful on its dark comedy type elements um the studio recut the uh, Suicide Squad to make it a more comedic movie and put more of the focus on Harley Quinn because they realized that audiences were were uh enthralled with her character um and then after the movie came out of course they decided they were going to make a Harley Quinn basically make at least two more movies that focused on Harley Quinn. So they made birds of prey. And I think the next one is supposed to be, um, Gotham city sirens, which and, is, so go ahead, buddy. which is, which is Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and poison Ivy. And the funny thing is all this was crumbling because they were trying to force 
They were they were trying to catch up to Marvel in like three movies. It wasn't going to work that way. And me and Cody, I mean, I, I guess you could say me and Cody are like a Warner Brother fanboys, like DC fanboys, because I mean, I kind of root for the underdog. And at this point, they are the underdog. But I mean, even David, uh, I can't. I think his name was David Ayers. Yeah, even he's, Ayer, yeah. he said he's indifferent if they wanted to release a new cut of his Suicide Squad. He's just kind of over it. He's like, I don't care where they want to make a fucking. But the thing is, um, you know, go, going into the Justice League thing, and please leave this in, Cody, because I think this is interesting too. The Justice League thing, you know, Zack Snyder's uh, daughter unfortunately committed suicide almost towards the end of production, so he had to leave the project. He had, he had brought in Joss Whedon to help him, I guess, bounce off some ideas and help him with production. Warner Brothers made him the rest of the director for the rest of it, and they reshot it and just made that shitty-ass Justice League movie. If you didn't know the drama behind the scenes, you could probably enjoy it to some extent. But there, like in this day and age, we all know the like the info behind the scenes when it comes to movies now, especially what's leaked afterwards. But you know they're able to, you know, just somehow, some way, they listened to the fans. And Snyder was able to make his vision of the movie. And this is something like Warner Brothers didn't want anything to do with. They fucking they leaked it early. They sat there and tried to crap on it before it came out. The new version of Justice League. Um, the fans wanted this, and it turns out like the fans were right, and it turns out to be a really good movie. I'm, I actually like Batman vs. Superman, the ultimate version, which is three hours long. The only problem with Zack Snyder is he cannot tell a coherent story in under three hours. The man has to have something, he has to have a lot of time, because he puts so much into it. He thinks big and tries to fit all of his ideas into one story, which I... I, I I support, and it's cool with them, kind of the same way when it comes to my shit. I, I can't think of the intricate details. My shit's always like really big. What about this? But I think he did a wonderful job. I like Man of Steel. Cody's not a big Superman fan, so, you know, there's that. But Batman or Superman, me and him went to go see it in the theaters together. I don't know if we saw it twice or once together. I know I saw it at least twice. And I talked myself into liking it, then I saw the three-hour version. Oh, this is great. And this news... Justice League movie's like four hours long. I'm like, yeah, it's worth it. I mean, I just watched two hours of Twilight. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I imagine it's going to be a great story, but they're trying to move on at this point. I think Ben Affleck is going to come back to play Batman one more time. That's when they're going to do the Flashpoint where they erase yeah. everything. Yeah, they, they've confirmed that both Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck will be in the Flash mm-hmm. movie. And it it is supposed to be, they're going to reset the DC Extended Universe um, I guess probably to get away from the whole like Snyder setup of things, and yeah. they, and they've already confirmed that J.J. Abrams is directing the next Superman movie, um, so things will be different. I think they're going for like a lighter tone that for their future movies, with the exception of Batman, which of course Batman should be a darker story because is, that's just how Batman is. Hey, was J.J. gonna bring back Henry Cavill? <laughs> they haven't said yet, but I think. Henry Cavill signed on to be in it. I think at least three more movies. But yeah, he um, wants to do it. He loves the role. Yeah, I think two of them are supposed to be appearances in other movies, and then one of them's like a team up sort of thing. Which people have suspicions that it'll be uh, Shazam two. Oh, that'd be awesome. To be quite honest with you, but yeah, hopefully they do the reset. We get the right off Ben Affleck's character. I don't know if they're going to lead that into. The Batman, or that's just going to be its own separate thing, which it might be. I kind of hope. Go ahead, go ahead. It would be nice if they if they did because if they're doing Flash, 
to reset it. And I think the flash is supposed to come out next year. Um, if they can put it out beforehand and write in, write in that Robert Pattinson's Batman is like the new Canon Batman for that universe. I think it'd be great. Um, yeah. Oh, how about, how great would it be if they did, had a Christian Bale like cameo? I mean, it'd be awesome, uh, but you know, I don't think it's any secret to to you anyway, and to other friends of mine that Christian Bale is not necessarily my favorite live action Batman that there's been. Um, I know. I mean, I, that's. I mean, I like him. I, I love his movies. I, I can't I separate his, the characters I love his from Bruce the movies. Wayne, but I don't. I don't necessarily like his Batman. But we we can save that for a future podcast because I'm sure we'll do some of these DCEU movies eventually. Um. And I kind of hope, real quick, I kind of hope that Michael Keaton is like old Bruce Wayne. It's like a Batman Beyond thing. Oh. At this point, oh, I think that yeah. would be fucking awesome, in my opinion. Yeah. Just, you know, I think he'd be great. I think he's great. But, and the funny thing is, uh, Michael Keaton, because you know, he plays the Vulture in the new Spider-Man movies in the MCU. I think Tom Holland said in an interview, like, every time he put on the goggles and they about to do their fight scene, he would go, I'm Batman, right before they did the, like, action or some shit like that. <laughs> Michael Michael Keaton seems like he's a fun dude anyway. So, uh, but yeah, this is our episode covering Twilight. So, uh, any and everybody that's listened this far, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us a listen because it helps out our stats, which are kind of like and you're not attractive right now. and you're attractive vampire and you are fucking just uh, I don't know <laughs> think about you think about you. Uh, just want to say thank you for everybody for listening. Please like, share it with your friends if you would like to, and subscribe if you feel like you like multiple of our episodes. Try not to go back to listen to our first episode duel. I don't understand why you people do we that. We should just remove it at this point. I mean, I don't want to get, it has good numbers though. That, that's like almost 70 listens out of 600 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, to that. Duel has the best numbers, but it's probably the worst episode we've done. And to be fair, we don't know what we're doing. The first three episodes are a struggle. Like, the third episode was rounding out because, you know, Cody saw the trial and error and actually, you know, organized it better. And that is what I fed off of going into the fourth episode. But a lot of people are listening to Trial and Chocolate Factory, and that's just me shitting on it. Yeah, that's weird. I don't understand that. Like, I mean, the wrestler... The wrestler... they're like, like, I love oh. this fucking movie, <laughs> and then they go into it, and then Lance is just I, sandbagging it hard. I'm like, you know, I, I, I think The Wrestler is one of our best episodes we ever did, like, I think from the first the info. I think the first movie was the best. But that's, <laughs> we, got, we got coronavirus from now on. Oh, God, that's such a bad, yeah, this <laughs> is a bad time. Um, but, yeah, we did, I mean, I think The Wrestler is our best episode. It was, like, number two. Now it's, like, third place behind Charlie. I'm like, I'm shitting on this movie. He's clicking on it. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm like, hey, look, we got a few more listens, and Charlie the Chocolate Factory's up to 57. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is wrong with you people? We're like, yeah, fucking talk shit about our movie. This is great. Um, but yeah, um, so everybody, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, listen, uh, like, um, you know, whatever your your podcast you. platform will let you do. Oh, real quick <laughs> shout out. Uh, talking about vampires, uh, Alex. Jacob and Kristen, Alex is Kristen's husband, and Alex and Jacob are brothers. They do a podcast called nice. I'll Take Three. So you give them a shout out, find them, listen to them. They did an episode covering what we do in the shadows, which is a quote unquote mockumentary of vampires. Ta- uh, Tiger Watiti, I can't say his name. Tiger Watiti, whatever. The guy who did, you know, 
uh, Thor Ragnarok. He, it's a small budget thing, but it's it's sounds incredible. It's hilarious. He actually plays on it. He's one of the vampires. They have a Nosferatu looking vampire. It's like eight thousand years old, and he's like four hundred, and somebody's like two hundred, and they're all living in like a little apartment together. And it's just like fucking. This is really fucking good. And they got werewolves in it. And mummies and zombies, they go to this big bash, everybody's there. And, like, the werewolves are, like, really polite. They don't cuss. Like, one of them says, damn it. And the other goes, hey, 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 we're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> and then, like, the zombies, like, they bring a live dude to the party, and the zombies go up to the guy who's like, hey, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but are you, are you alive? And they're all just like, ugh. And it starts this big thing. It sounds great, but they do an episode covering vampires, and it sounds great. It sounds a lot better than Twilight. Check out them and, uh. I guess we'll say goodbye, and Cody, please put in all my little sound bites I got for you. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. See ya.